1: to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. And I want to share something with you today that it is very, very basic. I mean, it is so basic that you may not even think about it. I propose that sometimes when we are involved in everyday life, and part of those elements of everyday life that is so basic, we don't even realize an, or, or give an appreciation for that element of our everyday life unless something goes kilter. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to talk to you about today has a lot to do with what I did my master's project on when I got my master's degree. And, you know, it's always been part of the thread of my everyday life, but I really hadn't concentrated on it <laughs> um, like I did when I was running my master's. Um, but certain things have come up winter, the change of season, COVID, um, and it it really, um, these events in our everyday life has turned my attention to 1991 when I went, whew, I am finished with that <laughs> master's project. Now I can get back to life. And I didn't realize how much of the work that I had Performed in putting that that uh, master's uh, paper and the project together, I didn't realize how much it had become a part of me, um, and how and how much my vision was in relation to what I had studied. So, before I get started, I I want to give you a clue. What we're going to talk about has a lot to do with our basic needs. Now. Before we get started, I want to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts to you. And I want to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts flexible and available wherever you're at. Okay, so now let's get started. No more hesitation. No more putting you off let's just get started all right <laughs> my master's degree is on um is uh, human resource development um with another with the concentration on on um marketing and organizational development that's that's the the long story but the short story was um uh, it came in handy during my career as a leader in all different facets of my professional journey and uh, so i, I kind of think of of it as a little bit selfish because you know i was able to use all the different theories and studies and i you know i just felt you know uh, this stuff works and i helped Many, many people that I worked with and that was working uh, within the, in my leadership, I helped them succeed. And that is just so awesome. But it's not enough because as I work with Transition Awareness Breathing and my awareness um, of mindfulness has kicked in, you know, I'm revisiting what I learned and I, I found something you guys, what I found was... One of the theories, and I'm going to talk about one theory right now. One of the theories that I studied was Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, you may have heard of that. It's very, very basic. If you've taken any psychology in um, college or in high school, you may have been introduced to this. And if you haven't heard of Maslow's, Hierarchy of needs. You're in for a treat. And, um, and I hope you enjoy, uh, uh learning about it. So this, my resource that I'm using this for, cause it, this gets to the point, is coming from, uh, um, a, uh, web re- resource is called Very Well Mind. And, um, it was by Kendrush Cherry, um, March 19th, 2021, so I appreciate the recent uh, update of this article. Now, Maslow Higher higher Archer of Knees, higher means things that are coming, it's like stacked on top of each other, usually, and the um, picture in your mind, a, a pyramid, okay, so you have a pointy top and a wide base. At the bottom of the base, now this this pyramid is divided into five sections, five sections. And at the bottom of the base um, is physical needs. What does that mean? Well, what Maslow proposed was our basic needs is so important that um, it is important for our physical needs to be met before any of our other physical or psychological needs can be accomplished. And so the physical needs such as food, water, sleep, warmth, those things are considered physical needs according to Maslow. And then the next level is called um, safety and security needs now these these needs have to do with feeling safe uh, you know you well, just imagine you know if we're at work or we're at school we want to feel safe and if something is interrupting that environment uh, it is very difficult to learn um, or if we're at work and the environment is not safe. It's difficult to perform at your best because the env- you know the environment is not safe. So your body is in a get ready to either flee, run away, or fight. And and so the body is you know it's trying to adjust. We've talked about change. Another part of security and safety needs uh, includes physical security and health and wellness. Uh, if we are not feeling well, can you, can you tell um, where I'm going with this? Uh, when we're taking care of ourselves and when we're healthy, we can learn better. We can do our jobs better. We can um, have relationships uh, that are meaningful better because we're at an optimum, at our best, I don't want to get too much into that right yet, but let's continue on the next stage and that's social needs so in in Maslow's um is Maslow's view in his in his theories he says that's very important for um People to have friendships and uh, relationships, families, social social groups, connections, uh, socially, spiritually, and all that is important. According to Maslow, um, this is the third level. We're, we're, we're proceeding up the pyramid. We're climbing up the pyramid. The first one is physical needs. The next one is safety. Now we are at um, the third level. And... Um, those are social needs okay now the next level, the next level as we're climbing up this pyramid is considered esteemed esteemed needs and um, you know but before we get to that esteemed needs all the other uh, needs have to be met uh, so the esteemed needs means that people have a need to be valued by others and feel that they're, they are making a contribution to their environment, to their world. Um, and then the last, the top of the pyramid is the self-actualization, being aware and concerned with uh, personal growth. Um, you know, you're less concerned with people's opinions and you're interested in doing those, you know, those fulfilling things in your life. And I remember when I was studying this, I thought that's where I want to be. But the thing about this theory is we don't always go in sequential order, according to Maslow, because life changes. And um, I would like to uh, invite you to be open to this thought that when we look at this pyramid from a mindfulness perspective remember when we're talking about mindfulness we are talking about being at a state where we can bring calmness to ourselves that we are aware of our surroundings And we are at peace, being at peace and being aware. So what would happen if we can practice mindfulness at each level? If we're using Maslow's hierarchical needs. Um, When we are not reacting to our environment, and instead of reacting to our environment, we are able to be aware of our environment and we're able to dissect we could take apart exactly what may be triggering our anxiety or triggering our fear and or it may be triggering our perspective and because we are practicing mindfulness we we understand the concept of Of how our perceptions guide our behavior and we're open to that and we're also open to not being judgmental and so when we're open to being not judgmental and we are able to do a body scan and realize that okay I'm at this point where i'm I'm at work or i'm at school or i 'm getting ready to take a test, and I feel my heart is pounding or my hands are sweaty, okay, and so instead of doing what may be instinctual maybe or uh, or maybe just kind of close out that we can come to a place, bring ourselves back down to calmness do our favorite breathing technique whether it's just a mindful breathing in and blowing out or relaxation breath because we know the difference that that um, inhaled breath is going to be shorter than the exhaled breath and we're going to bring ourselves back to calmness and we can look at things from different perspectives so we don't have to react to the environment and so as a result We put ourselves in a safe zone. See, we're not dependent on a particular environment that we are inside. We're looking at ourselves from a mindfulness perspective for our safety, for our physical needs. For physical needs, you know, we're going to appreciate the temperature. We're going to appreciate our our nutrition, and we're going to choose the best nutrition that's going to energize and provide fuel for our bodies as well as we understand the importance of true relaxing and uh, because you know Maslow says we need sleep okay so I get 8 hours of sleep you know I go to bed I get up and I still Feel drained. I'm so tired. With mindfulness practice, if we incorporate that into the physical part of this theory, then we know that we can do a body scan and from the top of our the temples of our head to the tips of our toes, we go through a body scan and just release and blow away any pressure. Anything that is bothering us, we can uh, maybe do some stretching, and as we drift off, before we drift off to sleep, we can do an appreciation and be thankful that we do have a place to sleep and that the temperature is comfortable and if it's not comfortable we can adjust the the, the temperature we could do something about it that we don't have to be passive we can be involved in our life mindfully and including that that we're going to recognize that as far as the social media as far as electronic material that we're going to set boundaries for ourselves and turn it off because it's the quality of the rest is the quality of the sleep that is so important because now you're in a mindful state of 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 mind that you can truly, truly rest and and things that as we're reflecting at the end of the day and as we're reflecting on our day, things that may have caused anger or anguish or sadness we visit that and using a positive mindset we can say okay, what did I learn from it? You know, we don't have to dwell in it but we can look at it from a new perspective and say what did I learn from today? And then take a breath and, and blow it out and say I'm going to do better tomorrow because each day is a new day to try again, and I think from that mindful perspective, you know, as we visit maslow's uh, five hierarchy of needs and kind of really examine this, this time has gone so fast, but if we really look at this from a mindfulness perspective i i think uh I think that some things may change as far as the amount of time we may we may uh, spend at each level. I mean, it's going to be more positive. It, it, it will be more uh, self-awareness. And so maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe we should look at another theory. So join me next time as I pull out Another theory on motivation and learning. I'll talk to you again next time.
0: Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94.